Welcome to episode 180 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent and Jason here. And this week we've got Let's Slip the Dogs on this podcast finally. Definitely. And this is a really cool one. Yeah. Long time coming because we yes. saw these guys a long time ago and I've always wanted to make this happen. And finally not only got it to happen, but got it to happen in a better than normal way because we're getting to debut some music here as well. That's right. And we're going to get into all that here in just a bit. Not just one song. But a full EP. Four. That's right. Fuck yeah. So we've got that coming here. But first, we got to let you know, sponsored, this podcast is sponsored by Vitz Screen Printing and DEB Concerts. Vitz out of Oklahoma City. Screen printer. They do hats, hoodies, all that great stuff as well. Koozies as well. So get a hold of them to get your printing needs for your business or your of band. Course. Yeah. Anything like that. They do our t-shirts. We love Eric and that whole crew, so get a hold of Vitz Screen Printing on Facebook, V-I-T-S. Can't not find them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very happy to have them on board. And we've also got DEB Concerts, who keep bringing in some great concerts to the Tulsa area. We just saw Dokken the other night. Oh, man. And coming up here next week, next Thursday night, they're bringing in Steelheart. To Safari Joe's H2O Water Park. Fucking A, Randy. Yeah, that's what you gotta say when it's Steelheart. Pretty much. If you've never seen Steelheart live, I've said this several times, but it's one of the best fucking rock vocalists yes. in the history of humanity. He still brings it live. The band's great. He plays Steelheart songs, and he plays Steel Dragon songs. Yes. Because he was the voice of those songs in the movie Rockstar, so you get all kinds of great stuff. And we've got Rocket Science opening to that show up. Yes. And it's at a water park. Yeah. And they sell alcohol. This is I like mean, a great can, combination. Uh, you can't. How can you go wrong with getting just, to here? We all die young. Jump in a wave pool, pound a beer right after you I saw mean, Scott and Jana yeah, out as well, you know? Exactly. I just hope they don't play the song Sheila. But <laughs> that that's a whole other story. She's probably listening right now. She's like, that motherfucker. Well, sorry. There's like two people that's going to get this one. Yeah. Sorry. I, you know. <laughs> I found the gold standard when it comes to women, so I don't care anymore. That's right. I just, I just hope they don't play that one. Shout out to the gold standard, Mel. Yes, definitely. I whisper it, Mel. <laughs> For those who don't know. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, back to DEB concerts. Yes, that, yeah. Two nights after that, about a week and a half from now, Saturday night at the Ideal Ballroom, Bisto Blanco is coming in. Yeah. If you're not familiar with Bisto Blanco... It's Chuck Garrick, the bass player for Alice Cooper, and Calico Cooper, Alice Cooper's daughter. They have a band together that kicks ass. Yes. This show is absolutely free. So you have to go. Yeah, you have no excuses. Yeah. If you don't go, you're a chicken fucker. <laughs> right. Well, we don't I, want you I, don't, to be a I mean, fucker. what? Yeah. You are, so whatever. Hell yeah. Shout out to Devil's Rejects. There you go. Yeah. That's right. That show has... Driver and Down for Five opening up. I mean, that's badass. Yeah. Those two bands alone should get you out there. And now we've got Busto Blanco on top of that. Uh, a full night of original music at the IDL. I'm in. I'm in. It all kicks ass. I'm in. If you've never seen Down for Five, do yourself a favor. Yep. They're back after a hiatus. And they've only yep. done a few shows in the past six or eight months. So now is the perfect time for you to go see them. And they're badass, yes. That is very true. 
coming up later in August, August 18th, Faster Pussycat is returning to Tulsa. They're playing the IDL. They've also got Don Jameson out on the road with them mm-hmm. doing his comedy, which is always fantastic. Those of you who might remember him from the, that metal show. If you don't, just still go out there. He's great. And then Dead Metal Society is opening that, who is also great. And yes. A couple of their members have been on this podcast more than once. We've had nine on here twice. We've had Jason Gilardi. Check that out. And then moving on later in the year, October 5th, recently announced Sebastian Bach and Monty Pittman. What the fuck? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What the totally. fuck in a good way. Yep. <clears throat> the the voice of Skid Row and the guitarist from Madonna. You saw you saw Monty Pittman with Madonna, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, awesome. He didn't play any metal, but he did have a few solos, and I mean, he's... Hey, that guy can fucking jam. The guy's badass. His solo albums are great. He went from prong to Madonna. Can't you, can't you can't fuck with that. Yeah. He's out doing some shows with Sebastian Bach. Yep. Playing his metal. It's not a bad thing to do if your day job is fucking touring the world with yep. Madonna, right? Exactly. And not only that, you're going to get to hear every great Skid Row song of all time. Mm-hmm. With Sebastian Bach, who still sounds great live. Then we've got November 3rd, Kicks, who we've said this countless times, and I'll say it until this podcast falls off the edge of a cliff. Yep. This is one of the best bands you'll ever see live. Do me with the top down. Then <laughs> that's something I want to bring up. Rolling in they honey. Ha- yes. They have classics. They have hits. But their newest album from a couple years ago... Is just as good, if not better, than anything they've ever done. If you guys are taking a piss while they play new songs, then you suck. And you're also you, a you, chicken fucker. Yeah, you're a chicken fucker, and you don't deserve to go to this show. <laughs> so that's just how that is. That's right. Then moving forward into December, December 8th, we've got LA Guns making their return, and Junkyard will be with them. Fuck yeah. Both great bands. Junkyard. Is a band that I've always wanted to see live, so super happy to see them live. Yes. LA Guns, I've seen more than once. Tracy Guns is always a phenomenon that's highly underrated in the pantheon of rock and roll. So get out there and see both those bands as well. And there should be an, annou- an announcement shortly on who's opening that show as well. Yeah. I and mean, believe you, you'll like it. It's going to, it's going to fucking rule. We're not saying it yet, but y'all are going to like it. <laughs> so, and if you don't like it, again, chicken fucker. <laughs> right. All right. Next. All right, well, thank you to DB Concerts for sponsoring this, and thank you to Vince Screen Printing. Of course. All right, so, well, first off, let me mention, we saw Dawkins the other night, and I just want to say, I know Dawkins going to sound good. They always sound good. John Levin is a great, what's the right word, duplicator of yes. what he's doing, which is the sound of George Lynch. Of course. And if you can sound like George Lynch and do it well, you're obviously a badass. Mm-hmm. Chris McCarvel is an underrated phenomenon on the bass guitar. We've talked about that because he's been on this podcast. Yes, he's been on the show. And Mick Brown is solid as hell. Yeah. The thing I've always had about Dokken is the few times I've seen him in recent 10 years, you know, I wasn't truly impressed with the vocals, mm-hmm. but... So that's why when I saw this this time, I was pretty surprised, you know, how great I thought he sounded. There was two or three songs where he was singing a little high that didn't sound perfect. But for mm-hmm. the most part, across the board, I mean, several songs in, Scott from Rocket Science walked up to me, you know, and yelled in my ear. He's like, dude, this dude sounded great. And yeah. I'm like, you're right. You yeah. know, I was surprised because I went into it with a 
not a negative attitude, but just an attitude of like, eh, yeah, whatever. And so I was pleasantly surprised by all that. Yeah. And then speaking oh, of Scott, you know, rocket science kicked ass. As normal. Oh yeah. They were great. Um, I always love the trooper with Janice singing. Oh yeah. Um, we went, I had to work at five the next day. So didn't stay around, didn't stick around for docking, but I definitely wanted to go and show my support for the opening bands. Um, and pleasantly surprised with rocket science as always. Um, I mean, they, they, they do what they do well and they have it down to a fucking science, no pun intended. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, ha- I had a great time. Yeah. And there was a couple points where the power cut, I guess. Yeah. During yeah, they and it did, and you know what? They're like, "Fuck it!" They just went, they just bored through. What was and really they, cool? They didn't let it fucking mess with them. They kept playing, and yeah, one of the, it cut like two different times during while they were doing Rock of Ages. Yeah, and the crowd kept singing a song exactly, and it wasn't just like the chorus; it was full verses. The crowd sang the full thing because it's obviously one of those songs that every human being that likes rock and roll yes, knows every word to exactly. So it worked out in that respect that. Even though you're a band on stage, you don't want the obviously want the fucking power to have any issue. But yeah, the fact that it did that and that happened made it a cool thing. That's right. So that and that and that's the power of rock and roll. <laughs> it's still beating. <laughs> See, yeah. Well, so the other night as well, this past weekend, you saw Dirty Boulevard. How was that? Yes, that was great. Uh, went to Murdoch's birthday bash. Dirty Boulevard, which features uh, Drek, Drek's former drummer, Greg Ocha Jr. Yes, um, they were great. They, had, you know, they looked the part. They had a great pr- presentation. Um, you know, it, it was a good. You know, if you like, I, I, I don't even, I, I don't even like to to do, you know, labels or whatever. But I mean, if you like good you know, hard modern rock. These guys, they're from Kansas city. These guys are what you need to look up. They're on Spotify. Um, dirty Boulevard, BLVD, look them up. I mean, you know, they had fun. They had a fun vibe. They, you know, they played a show like they were playing to like a festival crowd. Right. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. So <clears throat> yeah, check these guys out. Speaking of festival Can, crowd, they recently played the Axis stage at Rock Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Kansas City's not fucking around, so. That's right. It's like every band that we've at least checked into. Yep. You know, has been great out there. Of course, our buddies in Custom Black. Yes, Are going to be coming back to Tulsa on October 19th or 20th. The Thunder Underground Fest. That's right. That's right. I think, I think I'm playing on that, too. I believe you are. What in the fuck? A band called Zen Hipster is making their return to the stage there after a five-year absence. Five? What was it? Five? Six? Five? Six? I believe it was five it years was like ago in the spring. Twelve? So, ten? Before that? So by that time, it'll be five and a half years. That's right. That's right. I'll wear my Dolly Parton shirt on stage. It'll be great. Thank God. I've Just been saying. waiting. I've Just been saying. waiting for that moment. But no, Dirty Boulevard, fucking those guys ruled. Um, I, I was privileged to get to see them. It was awesome. Very cool. I look forward to seeing them myself. Yes, you need to, motherfucker. <laughs> well, is that all we need to talk about? I, I think... saw. I'll admit that I saw Smashing Pumpkins the other night. <sighs> well, <laughs> I mean, if you want to admit that, go ahead. I'm just going to 
put a disclaimer out there right now, everybody. I have no part in this. I don't want to have any part well, in this. Obviously, you weren't there. Why would I be? Why would any guy go to a show of a band he doesn't care about? For a woman. Usually, that's the correct answer, right? Well, you know what? I don't know, man. <laughs> you, you, well, you're, you're a better man than me, because that band sucks ass, in my opinion. See, the thing is, they're a band that I never thought sucked ass. I, I just... His voice grated on my nerves, you know, and <clears throat> James Eha's great. Obviously, Jimmy Chamberlain is fucking phenomenal. You know? Sad bastard music. Yeah, okay, but I'm done. There's stuff in there that's just musically, I could have really dug if it yeah. had a different vocalist. Is all I'm saying. Well, I'm just and, personally for me, I don't dig him. But what do I know? I don't know anything. Well, no, that's People fine. People like well, him. That's great. I used to like literally hate him and talk shit on him, yeah. you know, but I kind of over the years, you know, there's always a few songs that I thought were fine and they played for three hours and 10 minutes. That's insane to me. Which is roughly two hours and 50 minutes longer than the first time I saw him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tell, tell everybody about the first time you saw him. Cause I saw him in 1992 in Oklahoma city as well, directly mm. across the street. At the Myriad Convention Center, which is now uh, just a like an event center for fucking conferences and stuff. But anyway, they opened for Guns N' Roses. Yeah. And this was before, at least in this area of the country, I don't know about Chicago or anywhere else if they had hit yet, but Siamese, you know, Gish obviously is that Siamese Dream had came out, but they were not like on the radio really. Yeah. It wasn't until a little bit after that the Cherub Rock came out. So 90. Probably 98% of this crowd had no clue who this band was. Mm -hmm. Like, I had seen the name before, but I didn't even know who they were. And uh, they came out on stage and started playing Smashing Pumpkins music. And, you know, 20,000 or whatever it was, Guns N' Roses fans didn't really appreciate it. and Booed the fuck out of them. Yeah, just kept booing, like, constantly during the song, between the songs. And 20 minutes into it, you know, he just said, fuck you, and they walked off the stage, which, you know... I guess good for him. You know, he's yeah. like, he didn't have to do it if he doesn't want to. Well, and you know, so it's that's a good story, if, too. If, if there's one thing about that band that I could maybe be positive about, it's Cherub Rock. I halfway yeah. always maybe appreciated that song. Yeah. But everything else, <laughs> done. And that's fine. Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't know anything. But three, you know, for this, three hours and 10 minutes is impressive as hell for me. You know, to me, any band yes. that, like, I mean, I saw Guns N' Roses do three hours and 20 minutes like years ago, back when it was the, you know, Axl Rose show before Slash and Death came back. And I've seen, wasn't that Bruce Springsteen show right about three hours? Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was. You know, so I mean, this is literally one of the longest shows I've ever seen yeah. from a single band continuously, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I'm, in, in their tour, if you look at the dates, they're doing a shitload of dates. And I mean, to do that shit every night, I mean. Yeah. Well, I have to say. If if I was a Smashing Pumpkins fan, yeah. I fucking love it. A band that do three hours and ten minutes yeah. is awesome. That's what like, you that's what you hope every time I, you I go get, to a show. Yeah, I gotta think, you know, pick one of my favorite bands. You know all my favorite bands. Well one of them is close to that. I mean Metallica does two yeah. and a half hours usually. Yeah, they'll do two and a half hours. But if like, you know, fucking Metallica or Life of Agony or fucking Zach or fucking Megadeth did three hours. I'd 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 be beside myself. It'd be fucking awesome. You're lucky if you get Zach do an hour and a half. No shit. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> We're gonna find that out next weekend. Yeah. Which has always Anyways, kind of annoyed yeah. me, but that's another subject. Yeah. Remember oh, that time we saw the Dinas and they played 15 minutes? I that was, was so, horse. I was goddamn so pissed shit. Off. 
It's like, you know what, and by, at that point, they had like four albums out. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. You've got to at least hit an hour and 20 minutes if you're a headliner. If you're the headliner, yeah. I, I On think a national touring act. An hour, 15, hour, 20, you've got to at least do. Yeah. You know, unless you're like the Ramones or something, then you can get away doing an hour because all your songs are like one minute and, you know, fucking 48 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> right. So, whatever. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about, let's slip the dogs. Yeah, we just did this. It's great. Um, they fucking rule. Uh, I saw them at Halata Fest. I think that yeah. was the that was the night you were sick, I think, right? No, I was there. Oh, okay. I, I got it mixed up. Unless well, it was a, unless I saw them another time at Shrine after. No, that. I don't know. I mean, no, go ahead. You're right. You know, whatever. I think it was a different show after that. Remember we were up there? Well, regardless. I saw them at the it Shrine was, yeah, this, it was this year. Yeah, was awesome. And, you know, seen them a couple other times. I was fortunate enough to see one of the acoustic shows they did as well. We talked about that in yeah. here as well. So to finally talk to yeah. these guys in depth, too, yeah. and, and introduce some new music is just a, a fucking honor. Yeah, these four songs that we're going to hear throughout this interview, they said we're the first people that's heard them. Definitely. You know? And, so, so and then check you're this, about to yeah. be some of the next people to hear them. Yes, check this out, you know. These four songs. This is going to be the only place you can hear these songs for the next couple of weeks. Right. So unless you get a ticket to their show. Yes. At definitely. the Vanguard this Saturday night, you'll hear this a couple times in the interview. Yep. Go to the Vanguard July twenty first. If you buy the ticket from them, it comes with the the album. You yeah. know, the four track EP, and then you can also, you know, just if you're at the show, get it from there at the merch table. Definitely. And then two weeks from now, you can get it digitally as well. For sure. But this band, you know, I think I mentioned it last time we saw them. I was like, this is like, I'm watching them and I'm like, this is like my new favorite band. Just because yeah. you watch them and it's just so, like they talk about in here, it's different every time. Mm-hmm. It's just phenomenal. You got a, a trio of <clears throat> phenomenal musicians just making music that I love. And it's like, mm-hmm. I always said my first instinct was to call them, they're kind of like a stoner band, but no, they're kind of like a prog band, but no, they're kind of like <laughs> a jam band, yeah. if a jam band was heavy, you know? Well, like, here, <laughs> here's something I want to talk about, which, I mean, I'll, I'll just be completely honest. I wrestled with how to bring this up in the interview, and I wasn't sure how to do it, so I didn't. Okay. But, like, they, they to me... They hearken back to, you know, and it's funny that he mentioned Ugly Kid Joe at one point because you had all these, when we were kids watching Headbangers Ball, you had all these bands that were like kind of funky, like Scatterbrain, Animal Bag, and, you know, shit shit like that. And then like Ugly Kid Joe was kind of the forefront of that. If you could, you know, if you could get away from all the douchebags that were just putting Ugly Kid Joe in as a hairband. So you had that going on, <clears throat> you know, two, four, seven spies, that kind of shit. Circus so, of power. So kind yeah, of. It, it like it harkens back to that, and I didn't know of a of a good way to bring that up without being like, you know, dated or anything. But now that you know, you know, we drove back and we're talking, and I can kind of, you know, express it a little bit, a little bit better. Right. So that's what it, you know, and so when he said Ugly Kid Joe, it just like totally clicked. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So I think these guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm It's sure. just so fun to listen to these songs. Um, you know, they, they, they make me feel like I'm 15 again, but at the same time, they're not dated. 
That's right, yeah. And that to me is a, a, a pretty important power to have. So, you know, I, I was so happy to talk to these guys and get these guys on the show finally. Yeah, and the fact that they're all big King's X fans. And oh, that, totally. You can hear that throughout. Yeah, That's yeah, one definitely. of the most prominent things that I hear. Yeah. If I'm trying to compare it to anybody, it's like For King's sure. X if they're a little bit a little bit heavier, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But so should we just quit wasting time and let's get into this? Yeah, I don't know why we're still talking. <laughs> That's you right. Know? And, 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 you know, listen to this interview and listen to these songs. You you, you got to do it. Yeah. We got Mike Onion Man Hansen in this band now. Yes. Along with Travis and Brian. So check this out. Let's slip the dogs. I, I mean, I really wanted to see the poems last night because it had been a long time. And those two are just badass every time I see them. But I was going to get a shirt to wear next weekend. And I got there about halfway through Tony and Romanello's set, maybe 30 minutes into it, whatever. And poems had already sold out of their shirts. Really? No, was like, well, that's Shit. cool. That's all right. No, no, I was happy for yeah, them, but they, it means yeah, I didn't get a shirt. <laughs> This guy used to play with Romanello. Was, yeah, all the time. was Romanello first? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, cool. Romanello played, what was it? 9 to like 10 45. Really? And yeah. almost 11. And then the Plums came on. Oh, no, he played till after 11. That's right. Yeah. They were supposed to start at 11 30, Plums were. And they didn't start till about 11 45. But, yeah. yeah, we did so many shows with Tony Romanello back in the day. Really? Love that, love that guy. Yeah. He, awesome. It was an. I had never seen him. hadn't I still didn't meet him. I was really. I was in such pain. That I just waited. I watched him about forty five minutes of blows and took off. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah, I gotta go home. Uh, <laughs> I ran sound for Romanelle last time he was at the hunt club. They got through one set. We got it. We got a downpour and had to pull the system. Really? Oh, wow. And so they didn't get to finish the show. But uh, they called me and uh, last week and the I guess it was the bass player and said, "Hey." Man, can you come run sound? I was like, I'm already booked, bro. <laughs> you gotta get me a little earlier than that. Yeah. So. Basically. So that's what you do? Uh, this and that, and, you know, I'm a guitar player from Dave Castro Band, I still get royalties from that. And I was a guitar player from Bait, I still get royalties from that. So, that's kind of how I do my living. But for the almost nine years now, I've made my living entirely off of music. So. That's awesome, dude. Awesome. I mean, yeah. Well, it hasn't been, it hasn't been easy. Yeah. It's not supposed to be. <laughs> this work doesn't make good songs if it's easy. <laughs> well, one of my questions, actually, you mentioned David Castro. You guys played together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, before starting Let's Slip the Dogs. So how did that, how did that help develop into what this became? I mean, that was totally different style of music, but. It, it basically is solely responsible for it. Uh, my, I was really trying just to get into the music scene here in Tulsa after I moved here from Enid. And I uh, was really hesitant to try anything new. And I had, I had joined a little metal band with never made it out of the bedroom called Frostvale. 
and it was a lot of fun. But about the same time, they started looking for a bass player. Jim Bob had decided to leave. Jim Bob from Screaming Red. Yeah. Uh, he had he was prior to me and David Castro band, and he had decided to move on and do some other things. And so my wife basically was tired of listening to me bitch about not playing live and said, you're going to go try out. She said, no, it's not metal, but you're going to go do it anyway, because I've kept listening to the songs, and she could tell that there was something that was drawing me there, you know. And because of that, we got to know each other, and I started talking to Brian about his origins, and he mentioned bait, and he showed me all that stuff. It was like, oh, he does like the heavy move, you know. He, and uh, Castro decided to move to California, and about that time was when... My other band was disintegrating. I had moved to, or I went and stayed in Denver for a few months and came back. And we, when Castro left, I just turned and said, well, okay, you want to play some heavy music now? And that's how it started. Actually, our first rehearsal was three years ago today. Oh, wow. wow. I think also something that uh, helped us out is since you and I had already played together, we were already at that point where we almost knew what the other one was thinking as a player. Mm-hmm. And, and I can pick up on that mesh really well. So, so the writing, even some of the stuff that we just got in the studio and just jammed out, see you know, riffs we were crying out, things like that, mm-hmm. came together a lot faster for us that way. Yeah, and there was we Castro Band was a very tight band, and in becoming as tight as we were, we learned each other's tendencies, like you said, and and that trans. It just transcribed over to the heavier music. You know, we still... There are still people that say we're not metal. I, I don't quite understand <laughs> it, you know? Especially after they hear what we're going to hear today. Yeah. <laughs> but, I laugh at those people. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, we, we branch into those aspects like King's X uh, and some of those other bands that just... They love the melodies and the harmonics and get to the grooves and sometimes just go off in jams and that chemistry of knowing where each other is going to go, it just has to be there. And that's what makes Onion fit so well with us, totally. is that we came together at jam night. You know? yeah. <laughs> so improving and just growing to learn each other, which he and I clicked right away when we started jamming. There was, there was definite chemistry, and that's really hard to do. There's without actually knowing what you're going to play yeah. if you don't go, okay, we're coming in and we're going to play Master of Puppets, learn it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But just to go and go go and feel each other the way that is, that's a cool bond, you know, yeah. and that's something that I share with Brian and and they share with each other that we can, part of our sets do include jams. Yeah. And they... Well, they won't be the same anytime well, you so, hear this. So, like, I mean, is there is there moments where in the in a live set you guys just go off and you don't know what you're? So yes, that's that's fucking awesome because I I couldn't do that. I I'd, I'd be too goddamn scared. So we have kind of that's a, a skeleton we stick to, <laughs> and then somebody hears the change coming that they recognize. That's the cue that we're going to the next part. But sometimes the jams will be. Uh, like our song Astroglide has been a three minute song and it's been an eight minute song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. it, it just. It so depends. it's never a thing like, okay, when we get to this point of the song, we're going to go off. It just naturally happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Okay. 
Yeah. It's yeah. not well, like so that with every song we play, of course. No. And because some of the ways that we were actually playing the licks that night, you know, jam changes a little bit. Something that Mikey does, excuse me, Onion Man does. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll, we'll cause me, yeah. like if he does something on the snare, will cause me to do something different about the way I'm doing. And the next thing, that just snowballs, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and builds and builds and builds to fevered pitch, and then we... Rains back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I like that term snowballs. Yes. <laughs> what, if you look at his Pornhub history, it's up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's I mean, beautiful. We get, we get in some clerks' references. <laughs> right? Right? Oh, Kevin Smith is my hero. <laughs> yes. I love it. He's got a new TV show. I know. He's also really? got a new yeah. weed dispensary, too. <laughs> his show's about being a weed dealer. She <laughs> sucked 37 oh, maybe dicks. That's what it was that I saw. In a row? In a row? <laughs> Not to suck any dick on your way through the parking lot. Yes. Hey, get back here. Get back here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you go well, through the credits in Clerks 2, you can see my name in there, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. During the MySpace days, they had a deal where if you were friends with the Clerks 2 MySpace page, your name ended up in the credits. Oh, so. I gotta fucking look that up now. Yeah, it's in there. Jesus. You're probably uh, you know, you're I yeah. earned the credits for... Uh, Vivica Fox and uh, what's uh, Julia Roberts? What's her brother's name? Eric Roberts. They're in a movie called So This Is Christmas. At the very end, it's got the David Castro band listed. Nice. On that one. Why is See, now, now I learned something uh, today. Some of the members were, quote unquote, the musicians and the backup band on stage on several scenes or whatever. Oh, and, okay. And so, yeah, they, they were, we were eye candy, <laughs> you know, for the show. <laughs> I don't know how. Sweet that was. But I want to be a candy in a movie. Yeah. That sounds great. But, uh, I want to be in the same room as Vivica Fox. Personally. Oh, man. My she didn't have to speak, and you're, you're like having a hard time breathing. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, you mentioned chemistry with this guy. What else did he bring to the fold? That might not have been there before. Oh, yeah. What did oh, I? Bring heartbeat. To the <laughs> oh, oh that's yeah. sweet. That's good. I like the heartbeat. I, I, was... I mean, this guy's a badass player. I've seen him many, many moons ago. He's mm. always been a badass drummer. Oh, so. yeah, he's insanity. He's, <laughs> uh, the thing that Onion does very, very well is he he beats the shit out of his drums, but he also <laughs> understands when to rein it back. He has. He knows his dynamics better than some drummers I've worked with in the past or that I've seen in other bands that when the groove doesn't suit you beating the hell out of it. But beyond that, he has, and he's still exploring and learning it, but he has a beautiful voice. And, oh, and he... Stop it. <laughs> you know, he and I have another band together and he's taking more leads, mm-hmm. lead vocals in that band. And... I, I want to get to where he sings. And he does some leads in our cover sets as well, but I'd like to utilize that voice. You know, Kenny had a voice also when he was in the band and we'd do some King's X songs and stuff, but there is, this is just a perfect vocal blend. I think that is one of the things that he brings more than anything is we have this, our three part harmonies are tight now. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're getting there. I mean, yeah. but it, that was, the most surprising thing. When I recruited him, I had no clue he could sing. You know, it was nice. <laughs> At the time, I only kind of knew. Yeah. 
because <laughs> I uh, I knew that I wanted to do it. I'm like, I've done background vocals on a bunch of other stuff. I did all kinds of background vocals when I was a sweat and bullet. So yeah. why not expand on that? See what else I can do. So th- did they kind of bring it out of you a little bit more? So, uh, yeah, they, yeah, they they definitely did. Uh, for one thing, I know I'm going to have fun in a band with anybody who has any kind of King's X inspiration. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just a fact. Yeah. If they like King's X, I'm going to have fun playing with them. <laughs> uh, plus, you know, it, it's it's really a vibe thing. Uh, they, they, what they come up with seems so natural to them, and they, you know, and they, and they write better than most other musicians that I've had the chance to work with. And I've worked with a lot. I've hoard myself all over this town, man. <laughs> I got broken in by uh, the members of Freak Show, Dave Mooney, uh, Sue oh, yeah. Bone, David Thomas, Dredge, Fucking Riley. Dave Mooney, man. God damn. Oh, yeah. He's, he's yeah. the man. Shit, dude. I was watching yeah. Soupy Soul last night when I was a little bit lit up after Hunt Club. It, uh, it was Sue Bone and Sky Slater. Uh, oh, God. Dude, if you guys yeah. haven't seen that, that video, combo it's insane. That's <laughs> great. But, yeah, but, yeah it's... It, it's not. It's not just skill. It's a vibe. They they make me feel very very welcome for one thing, uh, and you know, yeah. You know, how how we get along has just as much of an impact on how we play as uh, what we can do. I would say. Yeah. So you, you had me at hello. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll never put baby in the corner. Oh God. <laughs> Not without some talcum powder and electrical tape, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered, as because you don't see, you see drummers doing background vocals and on occasion lead vocals. Is it when you first started doing the background vocals was it hard to get used to singing at the same time as playing, or did it a little bit? Uh, for one thing, uh, you can't uh, entirely project and breathe the same way while you're playing drums as you would, like say, playing on a guitar or just singing. Uh, by yourself, because uh, you're already using that breath to do everything else that you're doing. Uh, rhythmically, it, it got kind of difficult to get used to, but <laughs> the first thing that the first kind of background vocals that I did was more like long sustained marcados, you know, like oohs and ahs and shit like that. Uh, and then I started pronunciating, and, and part of that was because I didn't know the fucking lyrics of the songs. Uh, and then I, and then once I learned more of that, so, and I started I pronouncing either. it while I was playing, it just got a little easier and easier. Yeah. So the, the the best way to uh, learn something is just to do it. Yeah, yeah. true, true. And it's we, fun. <laughs> but you guys took kind of a hiatus when you were doing the drummer search, right? I mean, you did acoustic shows, but were you just taking your time or just waiting for the right guy to show up? Waiting for the right guy. We had a. Oh, here, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know. Yeah, we were really waiting for the right guy. In fact, I told him after Kenny left, I said, let's not just grab whoever that seems like they might fit. Let's take our time and find the right person. And then he started telling me about this guy at Jam Night. Turned out to be Onion Man, you know. And Black Bird on Pearl every Tuesday night, 9 o'clock. And I went out to that jam, and I hadn't been out to that jam in a while. I jammed with... Onion Man that night, and I, when we were driving off, I told Travis, that's our guy. <laughs> and he goes, well, I've talked to him about coming over, but I can't get him to come over. We had to coax him a little bit. I, I, I played... Lift yeah. the skirt and show him the knee, you know. <laughs> I did play a little hard to get. Uh, this was around this time that I was trying to branch out on my own, because, as I said before, I've hoard myself all over town. I've done a lot of people's projects where I just kind of jump in and... Uh, fill in the spot that somebody else couldn't hang or had to leave for various reasons, blah, blah, blah. Uh, 
So it's a, it's the same case scenario with them, but for one thing, I got Travis in my band that I got started, and that's going along uh, pretty smoothly uh, here in the future, but well, that's a story for another time. Uh, and yeah, I just had to make sure that I, was, I wasn't walking into the same scenario where I'm just, you know, kind of the hired gun. You know, I wanted to be in a band where I would I felt truly appreciated. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I haven't in the past, but yeah, it's that extra level. It's like yeah, no, you're 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 one of us. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> honey, man, I won't have your baby. <laughs> you two worked that out. <laughs> hey, do we need to leave or? <laughs> like, you know, you know all I'm thinking about is Let's back weird. <laughs> <laughs> Two hot drums. So all I know is that that, if that worked out, would pay for the rest of our t-shirt. <laughs> we could definitely afford to do more than a small pressing at that point in time. <laughs> so, so, so this new EP, talk about just kind of the writing and the recording, just kind of, you know, talk about the... Well, we needed a good demo of what kind of what we do as the, the full band electric show, you know, because... A few people have heard us the acoustic thing, and there's been some that's heard us electric, but, you know, to really kind of get us to the next level, you know, we've been purposely only doing that, this show, no more than once a quarter in town, because mm-hmm. we didn't want to start saturate the audience, you know, and it gives us time to kind of work up a new tune each time or two, you know, and really get them perfected, you know, make them, make them sound better, so... We definitely agree with the idea that the dead have never playing the same show twice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's it's it makes it fun for everybody. You know, if you can if you can engage the people that have been down from day one every time by adding something new, you're gonna you're gonna keep them hooked, you know. Yeah. So, and and having that anticipation between shows helps us out a little bit too. But we we've had a couple just live room demos in the past mm-hmm. and um we've been wanting to do this tracking for a while some of these songs foretold and siren song both of those were within the first four songs we started playing three years ago um we just never had the what's the word on the longevity with the drummer it was really hard to ever get gotcha. anything off the ground you know when we started we had Gary Buchanan and he was with us for a few months and uh, we did just this little sampler live thing at Blackbird just two or three songs and came out and we're starting to get ready to get geared up and then Gary had to leave the band and then we ended up with another guy and then Kenny and and Kenny was around just about the time we were ready to start recording that ended up he decided to go his own way with other influences and he ended up in a new house and all kinds of stuff. He's doing really great. Um, and he'll be at the show. Sorry. Oh, yeah, and he'll be there at our show. So I just want me first at the Vanguard. <laughs> Saturday, we have tickets. <laughs> they are $10 in advance, $12 at the door, but you want to buy your advance tickets from us because Definitely. you get a free copy of this demo we're talking about. See that shameless plug there? Yeah. Okay, but we... Uh, we finally had the yeah right back into the conversation, and then but we finally had the the solidarity and and the continuity that we needed to uh, finally start tracking. And we we didn't want to go out of our way and spend a lot of money. It's easy to spend a lot of money in a very short time at a mm-hmm. studio. Um, 
So we just did it all ourselves. We recorded out in our jam pad. Brian took the controls as producer on this one. And uh, we've emailed tracks back and forth and just listened. But uh, it'll be four songs. Uh, Standing Tall. Uh, foretold election song. Or siren. siren Song and Election Song. In that order. Siren mm -hmm. Song and Election Song. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty nice little dichotomy. It doesn't quite get as jammy as we can get. It, mm -hmm. it still keeps a, a little heavy atmosphere all the way through it, uh, but it's definitely showcases some of our, our harmonies and things like that, and it'll be a good first step for the EPKs and things like that, yeah, moving up to the, the bigger level shows. That, that's kind of the next step. You know, we're, Our name's starting to get out there. People are starting to recognize things we want. Also, we're we were ready to send people home with something, you know. Right. We, we've been doing this way, like I said, for three years, and we've had a sticker pretty much. We've been on the back of three or four show shirts, but we've never actually had our own shirt. We've that met, all changes we, this week. Yeah, that all changes this week. We we'll have t-shirt, the demo. We have the old sticker. We have a new sticker. I think so. I'm not promising the new sticker, but I think so. <laughs> it's not printed. <laughs> it's not printed yet. I, I'm I'm gimpy right now. Let me move <laughs> Ask Red for it. We'll get it taken care of. We love but, you, Red. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we will finally have lots of merch. Um, and it it just feels like we're, we're moving up. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. We're finally headed in the right direction. We've had enough time and enough growth. And just the songs have taken on a new life anyway. And away we go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm excited for this release. I really hope people like it. It's uh, it's still rough. We wanted to leave it a little bit rough. It's not a polished studio recording. We actually intend on going back at some point and putting all of these on a great big master gotcha. CD, you know, a full-length album. And these will probably end up being scratch tracks, you know. But they're really good scratch tracks. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you recorded everything here? Yeah, with you know, it was kind of limited year, you know, limited situation or whatever. But you work with what you got, you know. So you kind of took the production reins. Yeah, I used to have a recording studio here, and I gotcha. started the gear off or whatever. And I do live engineering as well. Work at a lot of the casinos around town and yeah. in the north northeast of Oklahoma. Do yeah. some festivals and some national acts as well. So. Yeah, we're his sound crew too. So yeah, they're my sound crew. Whenever I take my rig out and. Um, then, uh, I, you know, having known the studio before, and I, I had the tools here to do it. I didn't have initially all the right tools, you know. So I was like, "Hey guys, let's let's think of this more of a demo and and more pre-production for an actual recording." And you know, but uh, I think we went pretty far further along than that. Actually, with it, it sounds better than that. It, it sounds better than I thought it was going to. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie; it came out. As, this is a nice quality demo. Don't be fooled by the word demo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, we, we should be calling it an EP. Just not to In fact, it, it actually has a title, too. Oh, yeah. We have decided it. I should mention things like that. You're good at this. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we call it We Raise the Leg. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's kind of a... T there's some... There's some uh, opinionated stuff on there in a way, I guess you could say, and mm -hmm. it's kind of 
Just, you know. The old dog mantra, if you can't eat it or hump it, piss on it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Pretty much. And that, that's that's exactly what my dog does, because he is old. So, <laughs> fucking that's the Yours is the Basset Hound, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I love Basset Hounds, man. Yep. I love old dogs, but well, those big old dudes. Yeah. You said eat it, hump it, then piss on it, right? It's actually in that order. <laughs> How do you hump it after you eat it? I don't know. If you can't eat it, you can't hump it, then you piss on it. Uh, I thought you said you that's the That's the test. They try to eat it first. Then they, if they can't eat it, they hump it. If they can't eat it, they hump it, then they piss on it. Right? Okay. There you go. I just want to make sure we got that straight. I'm, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad you're in tune now. I mean, I'm more this should have been the tracks. Yeah, yeah, this leads me to, to an, another question, which is a completely fucking generic question, but I'll ask it because... Uh, you know, this is an interesting name. Is where the name come from? That's kind of something. Yeah, I, that's kind of something. Like it's, it's, it's from the soliloquy from uh, Julius Caesar, right. uh, <laughs> Shakespeare, when he right. says, uh, "Cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war." Uh, you always hear oh, okay, things yeah. emphasis on the dogs of war, dogs of war, dogs of war, but. Or cry havoc. There's yeah, cry, 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 big deal too. cry havoc. Yeah, cry yeah. havoc. Dogs of war. You yeah, hear dogs that a lot, of war. Like every other thing. Yeah, for that. Forever. Yeah. Well, and. There's that action of letting the dog, letting, let slip the dogs means to loose the dogs or release them. Yes. You know, and in that time it meant that these dogs were ravenous and ready to chomp on somebody's ass, you know. Release the home. You know? Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. So. So there's the yeah. whole, the whole action required to make oh, that happen, oh. you know. <laughs> Yeah. Who's yeah. a hungry boy? <laughs> Who's a hungry boy? You go get him. <laughs> yeah, that's where it comes from. That's why our first logo, if you go back and look, it's a picture of the statue of Caesar. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's it's Shakespeare. We thought we were trying to be smart. Hell yeah. Not many metal bands that you know, are Shakespeare. Very I'm not bright. You are very bright. I'm bright. <laughs> well, you mentioned a couple of the songs on this are that you've had for a while. Mm-hmm. So whenever Onion Man came into the fold here, did you let him just he, he writes take control his over own parts, adding to those two songs, yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah, so, actually a little bit ticked at me because he didn't get to hear one of the recordings before he recorded the song and he heard it after and went, I like that. I would have used some of that. <laughs> but I wouldn't let him listen. I wanted his input. They right. gave me uh, a, a little scratch track of basically him, the, the both of them singing and playing the songs with no drums. So I would just kind of okay. figure out what I'm going to put in there. Uh, had I known that you had past tracks that had drum tracks on them, I could have had a little bit more uh, perspective on it. But no, they, they, they had me pretty much write all the parts. But we like what you did, so... Well, I like what I do, too. Well, and now you can listen to those tracks, and if you still want to incorporate things, go ahead. But I just wanted <laughs> you to mold it your way, because, like I said, you're kind of a badass. Oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have fun music. It's it's a lot easier for me if it's fun. And it is mm. fun. Yeah. Speaking of also material, uh, this Saturday night will be... Uh, Letting loose a new tune. Uh, it's uh, it'll be an interesting one. I'm excited <laughs> to try and attempt to sing this one. 
It's a, it's actually another older song though. It's one I wrote quite a while back. Uh, it, I, when the uh, we had the big Oklahoma wildfires rolling through the uh, oh yeah, it, not the most recent ones, but uh, this would have been 2010 somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, the name of the song is Waves. It, you wouldn't know that by the way it's spelled, but <laughs> it is called Waves. And it, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a little bit eco-friendly, you know, a little bit hippie, but then it's a little, uh, a little, a little Mike Patton. A little Mike Patton. <laughs> and uh, it's... She loves. Oh, yeah, I know. Mike Patton is big influence on me. I've seen everything... It's, yeah, that would that was the first in, influence that I guessed out of you was Mike Patton, as yeah. far as your voice was concerned, <laughs> and your style of writing, for that matter. Yeah, it's uh, like, oh my god, am I playing for Mr. Bungle? No, <laughs> this is awesome! <laughs> I don't, I, Squeeze I, me, I to, macaroni! <laughs> <laughs> I am not playing two saxophones at once, man. <laughs> not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> good point, good point. Be positive, goddammit. <laughs> no, I saw Bungle, and their sax player played two saxes at once. Wow. Uh, awesome. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm out on that one. I can play a sax. I'm not playing two. <laughs> Ladies, be mindful of a sax player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so saxy. Mm. Um, <laughs> I went in the wrong direction real quick. Well, do we want to listen to talk a song? about each of these songs and intro them? And- sure. So we can play them here on the podcast. All right. Awesome. Yes. Exclusive rights for two yeah. weeks. We uh, we love these guys and we appreciate everything that they do. So for two weeks. Thank you. Thank you. This will be the only online source for this stuff. If you don't get a physical copy from us for two weeks, this is the only place you'll be able to hear it. Uh, and the only way you can get a physical copy from us for the next two weeks is to buy a ticket from us. Or, or at least show up show and get one off the table. Yeah, you can get one off the table, but I recommend buying the tickets from us. It's easier that way. <laughs> but the first track that we're going to do is Standing Tall. Um, it's a song, you know, about the hardships and shit's gone to hell and blah, blah, blah. But we've made it through. And yeah, <laughs> be it. Going through 97 drummers to get to a live set for now. <laughs> or, or, you know, be it relationship troubles or, or whatever the case may be. Here we are. Oh, yeah. You might want to. Oh, yeah. It's not super loud, but. All right. It'd be like the old, uh, what were those, Maxell? Was that the tapes with the. Yeah, where it blew the guy Where it blew the, the chair backwards. Yeah. And, with the <laughs> well, he'd, put, he'd put his sunglasses on and. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a flight of the Valkyries, uh, isn't it? This is standing yeah. tall. Well, we made it here through hell and high water. Those late souls of summers couldn't get much harder. But the drinking and the fighting that made it too far. It may be a miracle, but here we We'd see what we saw 
I mean, that's it. Thing I love about your guys' music is I can I don't even know how to explain it to someone. <laughs> Good. I mean, like awesome. if someone said, "What kind of music is it?" You know, perfect. <laughs> we nailed it. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. I I think that's why sometimes people don't necessarily rush to call us metal. Right. Um, we. We've got some, you know, this definitely, I said earlier, it doesn't show as jammy as we get. It also doesn't show as heavy as we get. Uh, this demo is kind of just right in the middle. Yeah, it's, or this EP, I'm going to stop that. This EP <laughs> is, is kind of right in the middle. It, we definitely wanted something we could submit to different applications, you know, whether it be for the heavier shows or for even, you know, maybe some of the festivals and things like that. Not necessarily Rocklahoma or any of those, but some of those where it might be a little more jammy on the back mm -hmm. end. Where, you know, a nice hook and stuff like that helps. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, yeah. We, we, we like this. It, but we, we do good. get heavy. We got some in the, in the works that are just getting heavier and heavier. Once we get to coffee, I think people will stop saying that. <laughs> yeah, there's a song. You haven't even mentioned coffee. The song is absolutely fucking bonkers, okay? <laughs> From start to finish. It is a very fast-paced, very hard <laughs> song to play. Uh, but there is will be no doubt in anyone's mind that it calls metal after they hear that. Yeah, it's going to be fucked up. But I love the fact that we can do that and then turn around and play something like Twisted Fairy Tale or you already, or I already know, uh, and just go completely the other end and reach those people that miss their 80s power ballads, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and write those pretty songs that people don't necessarily expect to hear at a show sometimes, you know. I mentioned the Death Heaven show going the other night and seeing this band that was metal, metal, awesome. And then in the middle of the two heavy bands, there was this two-piece synth-pop thing that was completely unexpected, mm -hmm. but people just stood there in amazement because it's damn good the band, you know? Yeah. I really can't remember. Something drab. Drab Majesty. That's what it was. Nice. They're pretty cool, man. It was very interesting music. Very... What was his name? Who did the big cars? Gary something. Gary Newman. Gary Newman. Very Gary Newman in a way. See. Yeah. yeah. And so that being in the middle, we, we like to think that maybe we can just give you all of those things in one show. You don't even have to change the lineup. We're just going to give you all of it. <laughs> Hell yeah. What kind of music do you play? All of it. <laughs> all the music. We yeah. play both kinds. Country and western. So... <laughs> Don't throw beer bottles. Here in Oklahoma, you can say red dirt. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they don't understand. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> don't get me started. Next song. Next song. <laughs> Subject change. <laughs> Foretold is the next song. Okay. Uh, and this is also this is one of the older ones he was speaking of earlier that was one of the first couple of songs that we um, ever worked on together. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, is there anything you want to say about it? Any this, lyrics on this? This one is... I actually even wrote this before... Or started writing it, I should say. It's never finished until you bring it to us, man. But uh, even before I 
did Castro Band and all that stuff. It's a, it's a little bit introspective. A lot of my songs can tend to deal with uh, mental health issues. It's it's an issue or a topic that's prevalent in a lot of my lyrics, and this is one of them. Uh, but it it's while it's looking at myself, it's also pointing the finger at those that are saying blah blah blah. But when you look at their life, it's the same thing. You know, you may think you have it better than me, but when you break it down, you're in the same place. And yeah. the difference is just these little things in my head <laughs> and you know yeah it's a mental health battle I um you know how we were talking about Mike Patton influence here's an example gotcha well, Mustang going over there too what uh I was gonna say that uh, he says Mike Patton in this one I always hear Megadeth when I listen to this song you know you you, know. you said you've had this for a while what, what made now the right time to 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 get this one going um, it was once upon a time supposed to be on a different album for a different band and, and it, it's just a good song that I feel good when I play. Yeah. And that's to me the important part about songs. Sometimes you play songs that you just don't care about. Uh, but every now and then you get to write those songs that feel good. And sometimes you need a certain song just to get through a day, or at least I do. I shouldn't say you, I do. And I think the day that I brought this to Brian, and at that point Gary, uh, it was one of those days where I just needed to play this song. And we jammed it, and they liked it. And so we kept it in the mix, and blah, blah. I didn't actually think this was going to be on the demo. Foretold is on there because of this dude. Yep. Onion really? Man nice. bargained with me. Uh, I had a different song that I wanted on there, and we were actually going to do three, or what was the other one? What was the one I wanted to do? I don't even remember. I, I don't just, either. I he had a good idea, way. though. It worked out well. <laughs> I got my way. I don't care what you thought. That's exactly <laughs> right. But, so, I apparently wrote something that he found on to you, too, you know, and uh, it just, it's one of those topics that doesn't go away. I think that's why it's the right time. Because it it's one song that I think just doesn't go away, and I think you'll hear us play it at live shows for a long time. I so, hope. so we I'll just I think it's important to be one of the first ones out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hear it. Come by. 
definitely hear what you know the the patent and the mustaine thing that you're talking about yeah. I, I enjoy that yeah that's awesome <laughs> i'm glad you got your way because that yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go right on not saying another song wasn't great i haven't heard it but <laughs> i don't even remember what it was so maybe it wasn't great <laughs> maybe that's the tell I, no all our songs are great don't don't listen to travis don't this listen. song needed to come out dude it's, yeah no, it's a great song. I love it. I, uh, I'm really glad that we resurrected it and that Onion got his way because it, yeah. it, the the harmony parts were always something that I heard in my head. And even the first time I started laying this song down on that previous album, I didn't ever have the harmonies. If I did them, I had to do it myself. And it doesn't mm-hmm. accomplish the same thing. Right. It just doesn't. But nobody in that band sang. <laughs> they would they would scream with me sometimes, but that was about the extent of it. And uh, so now that I can pitch these things like those, it changed the whole song. <laughs> it's so cool. I dig it. I'm really glad you got your way too, Tim. <laughs> oh yeah, he hits it when I'm right too. I mean, don't worry about it. It's a vicious cycle. Oh, that was wrong once, man. It was a Tuesday. No, you were you were mistaken about that. Oh, I was mistaken. That must have been on a Tuesday, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I was you were mistaken about being wrong. <laughs> Siren Song's Up? Siren Song's Up, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is a newer song. But actually, it's funny how... No, it's not. This is the very first song. <laughs> this is the very first song we started working on. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I was thinking about... Uh, I wish I had a election, election song. <laughs> election song. This, no, yeah, the word election song is th- the they were throwing me off with the song names in here. I was thinking the other one and this one. All right, anyway. Yeah. yeah, so Siren Song. Yeah, Siren Song's one of the very first song we started working on. Three years ago today, it was the first oh, wow. song we played at practice. Uh, the other side of your local contact, though, get, gets into mythology. And, and, yeah. and be it Vikings or be it... Sirens, you know, calling you to your death. So yeah, I'm a nerd. This was, I I was sitting on my front porch. Correction, we are nerds. We are, that's true. We are all nerds. I yeah. We're all wearing Star Trek t-shirts and this 
<laughs> Yours is a t-shirt? Mine's the full uniform, you poser. <laughs> well, only my red uniform was clean, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't wear the red one out. Don't wear that one out to an outing. It won't you know? come yeah. back. <laughs> and you won't come back. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. Siren no. song. I, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, that, I do love mythology. I always have, but... I was sitting on my front porch, and now that Oklahoma is a medical marijuana state, I'll just say I was medicating myself. And uh, <laughs> it just so happens that uh, my neighborhood was flooding. Like, they evacuated my whole neighborhood, but my house is the only one up on a hill. Mm-hmm. So I stayed put. And as I was sitting there and play, this riff came to me. Uh, I was playing it on my acoustic guitar. I ended up moving to moving it to the bass because it just sounds very yeah. cool and very playfully in a way. But uh, I just started imagining in my head, what if you know all the sirens that were out in the seas were able to finally swim into the neighborhoods and take people? And that's kind of what this one's about. Is just gotcha. a, it's a it's a fictional idea of sirens moving into the neighborhoods and calling people to their deaths. And at one point it breaks down to the little old man sitting at the gas station in every horror movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Telling his side <laughs> of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You don't want to go that way. You don't want to go that way. It was last summer. I remember it was like it was Tuesday. Oh, she's that girl. Stay away from that. Yeah. So That's, you wrote this like sitting up on a hill watching everybody else run for their lives and you're just chilled out. Yeah, basically. Me and the dog. <laughs> Have fun, assholes! Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't drive through that puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Told you so. <laughs> no, it was really interesting, though, because the water was knee-high in my neighborhood. Wow. I mean, so... Scary. It, we were swimming through the streets, uh, and there was a guy down the neighborhood that brought a canoe by. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, but... Kind of hoping happens again sometime, to be honest. It was a pretty good time. <laughs> it was quiet around the neighborhood. Nobody else was there. <laughs> All right. It's a siren song. Here we go.
that bass bend at the end cracks me up every time. It's the slowest bend of all time. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Claypool, and I definitely hear in the music, not just the bass, and like even the guitar has a Primus feel to it to me. It's almost like if Primus was a Doom band or something. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that in a heartbeat. And it's like, yeah. I was just noticing to him, those, you know, those that let's sit and try to be objective and listening to the mix. Uh, I was hearing Clutch also. Yeah. Yeah. And they're big we're definitely yeah. Clutch fans. They're badass. Oh, so, yeah. They're so good. This is something that I wanted to make sure I brought up whenever I was on Thunder Underground Twilight because <laughs> you two are like two of the only people that I know that just rant and rave about another band that's a huge influence on me. And that's how we get you. And, oh, and there's some you know what? bad man and oh, some other stuff <laughs> inside. It's like, yeah. I didn't even think about it until you said that and I'm like, you yeah. know, f- exactly. It makes perfect goddamn sense. Yes. Yes, now, Whitfield Crane, yeah. dude, was, uh, and Sonny Mayo, and, I mean, he's playing with them now, and I, I don't, well, I know why they don't come to the U.S., but they came close, I man, know. I'd be yeah. fucking jumping in my car somewhere, dude, man. they never got the fuck, they, they got lumped in with the fucking hair bands, and I think that was bullshit. I do, too, man. They're, they're, they're way fucking, ah, uh, dude, don't get, don't get me started. Don't get fucking started. Crane's like one of the most underrated. Yeah, no no doubt. No doubt. That whole band, though, man. They were just a great band, and they were another one that was able to take you, you know, with Madman and Neighbor and some of these raunchier songs, and then drop down to Cats in the Cradle and Busy Bee, you know, and just go all over the place. And I think Busy Bee and Cats in the Cradle being palette hits is why they got lumped in with those hair bands, but they were so much more, or are so much more. Yeah. Like I said, they're still selling out shows of the pond. And you yeah, okay. just don't come here because it's it, not the same as yeah. It, same at least like well, yeah, dude. No, for real. Like if they came here, they probably couldn't even fill the shrine or something. But they I go don't know. play We'd Europe love to try. If you'll come out here, we'll do oh, it definitely. with you, man. We'll rock and roll that motherfucker. <laughs> we'll bust our asses. Uh, but There's like some uh, dogs, King's X, and, and Ugly Kid Joe. It sounds like a hell of a yes, show, man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Neither but of like, those uh, ever come to Club, at least you can YouTube like a festival show from them in like Europe. From that's true. Yeah, it's and yeah, and they're still oh, good, man. Yeah, they're Dude, Sunday. Great. I've met two or three times. Uh, Menace of nice Sobriety was their best fucking album. Oh, yeah. just don't even get me started. Oh man, it was a great. Well, we're gonna go another hour. These two will be like, God damn it, what are we doing? Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Part two. There's there's a lot of that influence in in this to me, too. I hear all of these bands, the Clutch, the King's X, the Ugly Kid Show, and a little tiny bit of Seven Dust, not on this album so much, but on Mm -hmm. other parts, you know. uh, But a little bit of Devin, a little bit of Cleaning. I like like it, I like it. But so the last song is more relevant. No, the yeah. last song was the one I. Ins- Maybe that's what it was. That's what it was. We were going to do a three-song EP, and I got them to agree that if we put "Foretold" on, that we still did "Election Song." Oh yes, that's what it was. Oh, okay. because to me, "Election Song" was very important. No, it's a big election year. It is a commentary on the social situation. Mm-hmm. It isn't geared towards a side 
and that's the point of the whole thing. Um, yeah, anytime somebody asks me if I'm left wing or right wing, I say I'm not on either wing of the bird. I'm right in the middle of the bird's taint. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Exactly. What, you got a dick on one side of you and an asshole on the other side? Pretty much. The ball sack's making me feel claustrophobic while I'm trying for dear life to yeah. not to fall into the asshole. It's the classic, the South Park. You, you know, you have to choose between a douchebag or a shit sandwich. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. That's a tough one. <laughs> but it, it, I try to stay away from politics a lot of times because there there's... A good chance, no matter what you say, you will alienate 50% of your listeners. Because mm-hmm. right now, especially, this whole freaking world is ridiculously divided. Um, and this is kind of a song about trying to change things. Making sure that you pay attention to where your vote is going. Don't just vote for a party. Actually, know who you're voting for. Do the do the due diligence, you know. Actually, vote on the principle, not on the party. Uh, it's there's been a lot of people, and I don't want to pick on anybody, but there's, you know, there was Fallon, <laughs> Mary Fallon, okay, yeah. Um, but there was also people that Shorty was the one I was actually going to mention that said the people didn't know what they were voting for when they voted to decriminalize marijuana. And then he's busted in a hotel room with an underage boy. It's like, I'm pretty sure the people didn't know what they were voting for there. <laughs> right. but, um, but yeah, it's we have a couple songs. This one and another song, Black and White, which is on the list for Saturday, July 21st at the Vanguard. We have tickets for $10 in advance. And if you buy them from us, you get a free copy of this EP that you've heard so far. That you can only hear here on that you can only- for the next <laughs> yes. two weeks. That's right. Only on Thunder <laughs> Underground for two weeks. Uh, <laughs> that was smooth, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, they they talk about the idea of not don't think divisively. Don't think black and white is that one. Don't think one party, two party. Think just think. Actually, that's about what it. That's what it's about. It, there's always middle ground. There's always a third choice. You don't have to vote for this person or that person. You, but the most important part of the song is to make sure that your voice is heard. Uh, and that's in this election year, especially, it felt like I needed this song on the CD. So we, uh, we tried to keep it unbiased, but we still wanted to make sure that people were listening. Yeah. And that's part of the reason it's the last track on the album, oh, yeah. is hopefully to leave you with a little bit of thought in your head. Yes. yes, yes, yes. While rocking your face off. While <laughs> melting your face off.
was like a short and sweet. Yeah. This, yeah. this is what it is. Deal with it. <laughs> That's kind of what we were thinking. Deal with it and figure it out. Yeah. Just do something. <laughs> do something. So is that something that you guys would insert a jam into? Or is that one of those songs where it's like, I'm getting this point across, let's get in and get out? Live as well, you know. I insert a jam into anything I play. Right. <laughs> uh, it, all just, it all just kind of depends. I guess. It, it would definitely be about where it strikes you. That one's a little hard to insert, but we have dread. that center part has gone for a while before. Um, it's really easy just to change one thing, like Ryan said earlier, and all of a sudden somebody does something different, and that riff. In particular, we played three times through, and it could turn into eight, nine, ten, twelve times real yeah. quick, you know. So it may not be a full-on jam where we're changing keys in the whole nine yards, but there's definitely room for growth in every song. Uh, but some of them you def- you want to you do want to push that uh, point across, and uh, mm-hmm. you don't want to lose the focus on the important. So, there's uh, Foretold is one where we can drop into a jam pretty easy. Uh, we have built-in jams. That's part of the... We do that partially so we don't jam in every song. <laughs> we, at, at every show you'll hear us play at least one or two instrumentals, and those, for the most part, are... They have a skeleton. I, I tend to play the drummer part in those, where I let these guys do their thing and I'm just the back backbone you know yeah. it, it starts with a, a cool bass lick and then the bass lick just stays and these guys can venture out and do whatever they want around me and then when I switch they change to that and it, it, it's uh, it that's the times that I tend to forget the audience is around and I'll turn around and look at these guys it's like what do you want to do <laughs> yeah, and, and just walking around and then I turn back around and it's like oh shit there's people that's right. <laughs> cool. Let's pick it up. Well, let's go back to another song. I'm sorry. Forgot you were here. Where'd you come from? <laughs> oh, you've been so funny. Where'd you be here? <laughs> Have you met Mike? <laughs> this is Honey, man. This is Brian. So this is the first time you've been a part of a band that you've been allowed that kind of thing? Yeah, I suppose. Um... I love that term allowed, by the way, which is, it's, it's actually more accurate than, than I, than I wanted it to. Um, yeah, I've been in bands where I've had a lot of freedom and I've, and I've been in bands where I've had no freedom. I just had to play the part and just, you know, not step on anybody's toes. But, uh, this band, again, they gave me the vibe that I could just cut loose and be myself. You know, they, they, you know, they welcome my input, uh, as much, you know, obviously, and I, I welcome theirs, too. Like, I don't want to play something and then not like it and then not say anything about it. It's like, you know, fucking speak up. I'm doing something I like. Which they have uh, on a couple of occasions, but for the most part, we just always seem to seem, see eye to eye. Uh, yeah, that feels good. Yeah. Uh, this, this one is definitely one of the more free uh, vibes that I have in the band that I've had in a long time. If it doesn't ever feel good, Mike, we're going to get some lube in there. <laughs> Why am I always in the middle when these conversations take place? Holy There's shit. A, it's because we want to Especially when I'm all jacked up and can't run fast. This ain't fair. Woo! Hey, hey Travis, just, just let it happen. No. Let no. it happen. 
Uh, you wouldn't <laughs> like it without the resistance, anyway. <laughs> we'll talk about your, I assume you team, jazz influence. No, actually. No? <laughs> I really... No, it's funny. I just graduated TCC with my associates in music, and there was one of the instructors there is blown away that I'm a bass player that just doesn't listen to jazz much. I I can't credit it much for my influence. I grew up playing sax, like I said, and I did play in jazz bands. I do like jazz. I prefer more swing and big band, though, out of those things. Um, and blues are my thing. Swing and blues, or jazz and blues are, I will openly admit to any jam night or anything, like those are my weak spots, and I love going to jam nights and working on them because I'm getting better at them, but no, they really didn't factor into it much. Maybe more so classical and, like I said, big band or marching band. But uh, I, I, my time on the field. I think <laughs> in, in school there were kind of the two, the two classes. You were either the more classical guy or the more jazzy guy, and I definitely leaned towards the classical mm-hmm. side. And I love that about you. The more bluesy and jazzy influence you hear, there's probably more made in yeah, uh, but I have some classical too. I listen to everything, yeah. uh, and I played in an orchestra in the past. They had it, did that as well. But um, something about blues and rock just called to me, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where I kind of started out. But you know, I got into metal and funk and R and B and reggae and yeah. See, yeah. it's funny though because we do have a song that's. Oh, did we do, did we rename it? Did we officially rename it? Well, which one are you talking about? Jazzy Jam. It was called Jazzy Jam, and it is very jazz influenced. But it, it, it's the only thing jazzy I've written. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You wanted, what was you wanted to call it again? I think we're gonna call it. I don't remember what we're gonna the call Tisdale it. Swing. Oh yeah, the Tisdale yeah. Swing. Tisdale Swing. Oh, yeah. Tisdale Swing. That's right. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah I, that does fit. Really know, your well, high, know your highways, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that kind of honors Wayman as well. Yeah, yeah. Was a he was a beast. He was a hell of a musician. Yes, he was. And a person. Oh, a person. And an athlete. And a too. player, yeah. Yeah, I can't forget that part. I mean, that's how most people know him. Yeah, <laughs> I hope he was a person. <laughs> I am not a person. I am a tree. <laughs> I am a ficus. I know you speak for the tree, remember? I speak for the tree. You speak for the dogs. I speak for the dogs. That's yeah. The dog whisperer. Yeah, Travis is our dog whisperer. Any dog that meets him and instantly falls in love with him, <laughs> talks to him. They talk back. Yeah. People tend to ignore me, but dogs love me. So it's, <laughs> Sorry, what you're saying? exactly. <laughs> and that's why I hang out with the dogs. It's, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we. The, the influences do come from across the board, but they come from across the board. Across the board. Where he does bring, well, they do bring the actual jazz and blues. Mikey, that's why he's the onion man, in my opinion, because there's just so many layers to his play. It, it peels off like an onion. You name it, and he goes, hold on, hold on. The onion man will play everything from a cotton eye Joe to a damned if I know. There you go. <laughs> what about an elevator? Every, every layer is so filled with so much essence, you just want to cry. Essence. That's, that makes me feel dirty. 
I, no, I didn't say essence. it like I didn't say it like essence. No, but I did. Oh, now you sound like a perfume commercial. Essence. Moisture is oh, the essence oh, the pasture. of wetness. <laughs> it makes me want to cry because it's beautiful and it's an onion. Get it. Right, yeah. Yeah. Don't cut me. Don't right. cry. <laughs> 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 finger, yeah, don't cut me. Your fingers stink for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I do that before. Oh. The acoustic thing, is that something you think you guys would do more of, or is that just something you were doing because you needed to do it? Uh, the, we refer to that as the dog day after party. Yes. Um, that is... Number one, it's fun. But it also is... It, it, as Brian mentioned, he's lived off his music for a long time. Mm-hmm. We it's both would kind of like to get there. Uh, <laughs> it, it pays bills more than anything. We, we like to cook. The acoustic thing is a blend. It's it's not just original or covers. It is originals, but we play everything, and it's the originals that sometimes don't fit into a set. I, like I said, you know, sometimes we will bring it down and play a slow song, but some of these are just almost even too slow. To, it, we worry about people walking off if we were to try mm-hmm. and play them in the wrong atmosphere. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but beyond that, it does serve a purpose of bringing in money. We have probably close to four hours we could fill now worth of music between the covers and the originals just for this project. Mikey and I's other band has another three hours and we've already decided to create this giant Justice League that will be able to play like seven hours worth of music. Not Justice League, but just us. Nobody else gets to join. It's just us. That will be able to fill just about any m- amount of time a promoter should need. You know, you need, and it's a total of five people. Yep. So, with that kind of thing in mind, we can we can offer a lot to a venue. We all still make enough money to where we can. I'm a student. <laughs> it's I'm Pope. You know, the other thing about the acoustic thing, though, it it gives us an opportunity. Also, you, when you're that stripped down and and musically naked you hear exactly what the other person's playing yeah. there's no coloration going on distortion you know on the amps are not covering things up uh it tightens up vocals it tightens up uh, especially pickling vocals whenever you're singing a background part that the ends in together and the enunciations together you know if i'm singing out of key just say so man <laughs> well, if if, it, if that's going to happen, you'll know it when we're doing it acoustically. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> for sure. By the so, way, don't forget to check us out in the Vanguard. <laughs> July 21st. July 21st. Right? <laughs> we have tickets on sale, on sale in advance. $10. You go ahead. I was trying to coach you, but you'll get a free demo if you spend that $10. That's right. You've only got a week from yesterday. Man, by the time you hear this, you're running out of time. You better call quick. Act now. <laughs> Operators are standing by. We will deliver. We? Was that good? That was good. Okay. That was also, the, the, the cover thing allows us to play songs that we enjoy as covers yeah. that inspire us in other ways that you don't necessarily normally hear in our music or whatever, but as players, you know. And it gives us time to also have some fun as well and you know, and gives us drink a little beer. Drink a little beer. Okay, drink a lot of beer. Okay, a lot of beer. <laughs> Speaking of, pass one over. 
That's uh, a lot of leaning over right now. I can't I know. do that. Thank you. And then, uh, you know, and, and, and to go out and, and perform these songs and uh, have fun in an atmosphere where it's a little bit more intimate and you engage the audience a little more. You know, maybe you can't as much as you could if you're at one of the stage screaming at them in their faces, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But, you know, there's people that come see that and then they're like, wow, well, I wonder what the sound electric It's a whole different ballgame. Come see this electric, you know. Mm-hmm. You like metal music? Yeah. You like something unexpected? Yeah. Come see us, you know. Yeah. Be there. That is a good point. It does allow us to reach into uh, fan pools that maybe we wouldn't normally be able to. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hear us do it. A nice harmony on on a Queen song or or a Dead Eye Dick or whatever it may be that we're playing, and and they it draws them towards us to and we do feel it at at this point we're getting close to that set even being half originals, so it's not totally full of covers at this point. So it introduces them to. An aspect, and even some of the more stripped down versions of songs. We we do siren song acoustic. Uh, we do standing tall acoustic. It's actually really really cool. Yeah, uh, you can hear that one on Rock Ridge Radio every now and then. That was <laughs> good one. Nice. Yeah, good that's that nice. worth to it, man. Thank you, thank you. Chris Barnes that was called. He liked, your vocal, or he liked his vocals. <laughs> <back>. <laughs> Never seen Chris Barnes. That's one that's on my list. I need to see Barnes live. He's <laughs> I'm not either. No, I have not. Finally, gonna check uh, Slayer off my list. Never seen them. Oh man, they're fucking great. I can't wait. I, no, I've seen, seen, seen Anthrax bunch. before, but I'm stoked to see them again too. But yeah, right, yeah. last tour, I said, well, obviously I've dicked around long enough. I should buy my yep. tickets and gotta and do it. It's gonna be hot as hell. Zoo Amphitheater in August. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we, we're doing the uh, the Walmart thing, the Walmart Amphitheater in Arkansas. Oh, Because really? it's covered. Ah. So that's hard. I didn't even know that one. was... Rogers, it's about the same distance as yeah. Zoo Amphitheater. Right. Fuck, we're going to that one. <laughs> I didn't even know about it's it. It's like on a goddamn Monday or some shit, but we're like, or, isn't it? I think. We're like, fuck it, we're going... Well, I think the one at the Zoo's either a Tuesday or yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. It's like right, the one right before that. No, I I love Arkansas. I would have gone over there. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Plus, I got places to crash over there. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we're trying to consider doing with the big metal thing is moving in different towns now. You know, maybe we can not do the show every three months, but do it every you know couple weeks in a different town. <laughs> that yeah. would be okay with us. But yeah, definitely. And Fort Smith is definitely at the top of the list. I've got a lot of family and friends over there. so it, And as long as I've been playing, it's the one town. I even lived there for a year. Uh, and it's the one town that I still haven't played. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. So that's on my goal list, just to go there. <laughs> but Their downtown is cool. Oh, yeah, it, it is. The strip is badass. I've had way too many nights I can't remember on that strip. <laughs> And then once I turned legal, I had even more nights I can't remember on that street. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Uh, their St. Patty's Day pub crawl was in a, or it was an event. I haven't been over there for a while, but yeah, it's a good time. Hell yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, we appreciate you guys doing this. And 
Oh. Let us hear this music first. Play it first. Definitely. Yeah, you guys are the absolute first people to hear these mixes. Uh, Thank you very much. We appreciate uh, that. We appreciate you guys, man. That's why we hit you up, is because you guys do a lot for the local, not just the local singing. You guys have made it to where you've been able to branch out and contact the bigger people. And, you know, I'm fairly envious of the upcoming COC, and I hate God interviews. (laughs) We we actually, COC turned us down, right? Well, they said maybe. They yeah. said maybe, yeah. but yeah. I got even that one. Yeah, yeah that's that's, cool that's all for sure. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, COC, don't turn them down. Pepper, all you boys, <laughs> you'll have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> one might say they bring the thunder. Ooh, perhaps. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Well, so I just no watched, uh, before before we came out here, I just watched uh, COC from Bloodstock in England in 2016. Oh, wow. And... God, what song? Oh, they, they, right before they played Vote with a Bullet, mm. Pepper King goes, I want to dedicate this to a dickhead named Donald Trump. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, don't worry, though. We'll be okay. He won't make it. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh dude. Wow. Oh, he cursed we, us. If you only knew. <laughs> if damn. you only knew. <laughs> so the viewers can't see this, but I'm handing the guys here. Two tickets for uh, giveaway. So if you got some awesome somebody that uh, I don't know how you guys give you your giveaways or whatever, usually Facebook. Use Facebook. Yeah, he right. does the whole comment and, uh, and all that. So kind of thing. I, so bug the crap out of these guys and get your free tickets. Those yeah. two free tickets are the same as any pre-sale ticket to our show at July twenty-first at the Vanguard. <laughs> <laughs> give and they will give you. A, we will give you a demo whenever you. Pick up those tickets. EP. EP. That's right, EP. That's what I said. EP. Not That's what I said. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I had too much fun last night at the Plums. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. You, they do come with the EP also. Uh, it's just come up to the table, the merch booth, and let us know you were the Thunder Underground winner, and we will hand you your CD. Probably a stick or two. Just Hell because yeah. we love you. Okay, I'm not gonna moon you because nobody wants to. I'll see that. handle the public nudity. Okay, you okay. handle the public nudity. I'll I'll be most likely to fall down on stage. Okay, you're gonna, you're gonna run around with your hamburger all hanging out. Probably. Okay. It's, I'm cool with that. I just want to know what's happening. It's hot up there, man. Okay. Oh man, the day you breathe. start wearing speedos on stage is the day my mic moves further that way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was it used, uh, the drummer from Jackal used to do that. Uh, and Tommy Lee. Oh, yeah, right. Tommy Lee always did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know the Spring Lee guitar player, lead singer? Who? At least 20 yards at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Court ordered. Ba-doom. Exactly. Well, thank you guys for having us. Yeah, thank you. really appreciate Absolutely. everything. It's an honor yeah. to be on Thunder Underground. Yeah, no, I, I'm Woo! pretty stoked. I listen all the time. So thank you, thank you. you guys appreciate it. Legit. There you go, Brian, Travis, and Onion Man from Let's Slip the Dogs. Hell yeah. Very glad, you know, to be able to do that. Like we said, thank you to them for inviting us over, sitting down, and letting us debut these four tracks for everybody. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was really an honor. I, I felt like a musical kinship with these guys. You know, they're around our age, and I think they grew up in a lot of the stuff that we did. So it was really cool to just talk about music and, you know... You know, I don't feel like the only music nerd out there. 
That's right. And you said before you got to see Michael Hansen yes. like when he was a kid. Yes, yes, way back in the ass. day when he was like nine, he played YYZ, and you know, you which is just insane. You couldn't fucking touch him. It was great. As a nine-year-old, that's fucking crazy. I know. I know. It was fucking nuts. That's why he's in a band with these two guys, yes. and they're all that fucking good. That's right. right. That's right. I mean, um, you know, I I couldn't do shit when I was nine. I can't do shit now. <laughs> you know? So, that yeah, that was awesome. That was great. It, 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 was a good, it was a good evening, good afternoon, talking to these guys. Definitely. And like we mentioned, and they mentioned, next two weeks, you want to hear these songs again? You got to come here. Hit play on this podcast yep. once again. That's you know, right. if you just want to hear the jams, you know, you can look at the little, yeah, you know, the little thing there on the SoundCloud or whatever you're listening yep. on the iTunes while you're listening to it on. You can see where the, the volume bumps up a little and you and know where to start each track. And that's the thing. It's <laughs> like, you know what? If you don't want to hear us, that's fine. I would hope that you do. But if anything, just come here for the tunes. But that's, yeah, I understand. That's all I want. Over the next two weeks, you might not have an hour and 45 to kill every that's time right. you want to that's hear right. Let's Slip the Dogs. So... Just jump forward to these songs. Definitely. After, you know, you've listened this far. Why so not? Go back and just check these songs out once again as many times as you want. Get out to the Vanguard this Saturday night, July 21st. Check them out. Get a CD from them. You buy the tickets from them. Get a hold of them online. You help them out by buying it from them. And also you get the free free EP with it as well. Fucking A. That's right. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening. We've got 179 previous episodes you can check out. Everything's on soundcloud.com backslash thunderdash underground. You can find everything at thethunderunderground.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Music, whatever, all that stuff. We get on there. It's there. YouTube, subscribe on all these things. Follow us, like us, leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a review, whatever each site it is that you're listening to allows. All that stuff helps us out as well. Definitely. Patreon.com. Look up Thunder Underground. Send us a few bucks. That helps out as well. For sure. Jason will use some of that money to buy a chicken fucker t-shirt. Why not? Yeah. We'll use some of that money to buy Let's Slip the Dogs tickets. I hope so. That's right. And speaking of Let's Slip the Dogs tickets, look on our Facebook later today. Yes. We'll have a contest up where you can win two free tickets to this show. And by winning those two free tickets, you also get free EPs as well. Gotta love it. Cannot go wrong with that. But yeah, previous episodes. If you haven't listened before and you need to check out the back catalog. If you like Let's Slip the Dogs, you probably might like Corrosion Formity. That's right. We had Reed Mullen on here back in the day. Yeah. We've had guys from King, from Truck Fighters. We've had Gene Simmons on this podcast. That's right. And Bruce Kulick. That's right. Seven Dust, uh, Miss May I, Ian Moore, Shooter Jennings, uh, Kyle Shutt from The Sword. That's right. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Battlecross. Like in this interview. Super Joint. We've had two dudes from Super Joint. That's right. If you've listened to this interview just now, you heard Travis talk about Megadeth. We've had on a guy named Dave Elfson. Yes. We've also had on a guy named Chris Broderick. That's right. Both phenomenal. Both current and former members of Megadeth. Exactly. Hey, do you like Eddie Trunk? We've yeah. had him on. That's right. Speaking of Eddie Trunk, we didn't mention that our sponsor, DEB Concerts, he hosts every show. That's with right. Eddie Trunk's going to be there. So if you want to meet Eddie Trunk, get out there. 
That's another incentive. Stump the goddamn trunk. Yeah. I do it every time I go. Fuck yeah. Asking questions about UFO that he didn't even fucking know. It's there insane. you go. Because yeah. you're the UFO master. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, are we good? I think we're good, man. I'm done. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening. I, I want to go get drunker than I am already. Okay. Okay. Yes. More Frios. Something like that. I got High Life's in there right now, which is the champagne of beers. You got any Boone's Farm in there? Fuck no. Okay. What fuck do you think I am? I have standards some sort. I think you're an 18-year-old girl. Oh, Jesus. We're definitely fucking done. All right. Until next time. It, it, you know, it, it's tough. It, it's 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 a heavy weight I carry. I just kind of let him tag along. He doesn't do much. <laughs> totally kidding. It's all his truth. That's that's how I feel over here most of the time. I'll I'll just show up. You guys tell me when. That's why your back hurts, right? You carry everybody. uh, Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's how. That's how you know. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Thunder Underground, y'all.